What's happening, Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming to you today to talk about why today, right now, is the best time to be alive in history ever, period. Right now, today, whatever day you're listening to this, is the best day to be alive ever, period. Might not sound like a lot of the stuff that you've been reading. If you watch the mainstream media, if you watch the indie slash alternative media, if you read the men's blogs, uh, the men's improvement blogs, the Manosphere blogs, the red pill, many of the red pill blogs on politics, there's a lot of doom and gloom out there for wherever, wherever you look, wherever you look. Mainstream, indie, men's, troll forums, everywhere is doom and gloom, all right? But I want to tell you, all this negativity is fucking nonsense. It's complete nonsense. Because we can live a happier, more comfortable life than ever before, than all of our ancestors, hands down guaranteed. We live in the best possible time to be alive in human history. This is a fact, okay? If you want it, if you want it, all right? Because there's a, it's really easy to have a terrible life all you have to do is uh, take a flight on over to Afghanistan or Syria and hop yourself down in the middle of that and you will have a terrible life. But if you want it and you want to be smart about it and you want to optimize and you want to design the optimal lifestyle for yourself, you can have the best life humanly possible in human history, hands down, all right? But you need to want it and you need to know what the two keys are. So here are the two keys. You need to know how to put today's problems into their proper historical perspective. Okay. And I've learned more about human history and human behavior from reading history than anything else. History is the greatest teacher, period. Number two, play past the, the current problems in the game of life. So I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. We're going to go through a bunch of these. All right. And the first one we're going to tackle is this. You have more financial opportunities right now than any other time in history. Okay. Sure. The U.S. government is printing fiat currency and it's $19 trillion in debt and the economy is a mess. But the German saying goes, the sky has always, always been falling. And this is true across all periods of history. Governments have always been corrupt. Bankers have always been usurious. Um, countries and kings have always been in debt. Depressions happen, right? That's, that's a historical fact throughout history. Right? Kings have always been in debt to bankers. Countries have always been in debt to bankers. Wars have happened. Governments have always been corrupt. The way it is now is the way that it has always been. And people have always been saying the sky is falling. But the reality is... There's more wealth in America now than in any country ever of all time, times 10. It is the greatest accumulation of wealth the world has ever seen in one country. And there's nothing that's ever touched the wealth of the American people. And that's just America. That's just one country in history before, not even close. Okay? So not only that, but you've got a legal system where anyone, no matter their race, creed, color, belief system is illegally allowed to earn money and the government and the legal system and the men with guns 
will protect you and will protect your right to earn money. That never existed before. The entire human history is one group dominating, raping, pillaging, enslaving the other group. And if they are allowed to survive, they survive on uh, in a caste system or as slaves or as near slaves with barely any rights and they have to fight to survive and they can't own certain businesses and they can't own land and on and on and on. In every single country, this was the case. Even with the Roman Empire, in Rome, 30% of Rome's citizens were slaves. And that's in Rome. That's the heart of the empire, all right? You have a system where you are un completely protected legally to make money. Anyone can go out and get rich. Anyone can go out and try and get rich, start a business, all right? That did not ever exist in history, okay? Also, it has never been easier to start a business. Back in the day, business ownership was not common, all right? The options you had were work on the farm or work on the farm or work on the farm. Maybe as time went on, you had the op opportunity to work in a factory and there were 5%, 10% of the, the class were merchants and traders and things like that. But the vast majority of people worked on farms and then as time went on, they worked in factories. Some had, uh, you know, small businesses like, you know, they were a blacksmith or something like that or in this in the small town there'd be the one guy who owned the convenience store but it was nothing like the opportunities available today you can start a business literally this is what i tell every single guy you can get on an internet connection and a phone and you can start a service business selling any fucking service you want real estate insurance copywriting uh graphic design web design video editing uh everything everything and anything you can sell all right, you can do it online, you can do it offline, you can do it offline and online. You can, you can start that today. It has never been easier. And there's a book called The End of Jobs, which describes the transition we're going through in that people are not going to be, are going to be working less and less jobs in the future because you can do so much on your own right now. Okay, I, the business I have right now would have been possible, wouldn't have even been possible 10 or 15 years ago, right? You know, all the new media sites would have been impossible because you needed uh, newspapers and magazines and, and printing and, and all these other huge costs, okay? It has never been easier to start a business, right? Never been easier to start a business. There's never been more ways to make money, okay, that weren't working on a farm, working in a factory, you know, working a tiny, you know, business of being a blacksmith in a small town. You can reach the entire fucking world on the internet, okay? You can make money online. You can make money in any currency. You can live anywhere in the world making that money. You can arbitrage your first world income into a third world country and live making more than a doctor at 21, 22, 23 years old. I see guys over here doing it. I know guys doing it at, at their young age, right? I'm over here doing it, but I'm 35. But now, for the young guys, that opportunity exists for you if you're 21, 22, 23. I'm seeing it with my own eyes, okay? It's incredible. When I was 22, 23, that wasn't there, and that was only 12, 13 years ago. Next 10 years is gonna get even better, okay? In terms of protecting your wealth and protecting your financial opportunities, you have multiple passports, you have you can buy multiple currencies easier than ever before. You can buy commodities like gold and silver easier than ever before. Stocks, 
uh, or ETFs, which is what I prefer, uh, multiple bank accounts, okay? You can protect your wealth easier than ever before. Like back in the day, people had wealth hidden in their house and bandits could come or, or you know, in feudalism, the Lord could come and confiscate it or the Lord of your manor or, or the government or whoever could just come and take your little sack of gold coins. Not anymore. There are so many ways to protect your wealth at this point. And you have a legal system that encourages it, that, that um, encourages you to save and be able to, and, and will help you protect your wealth. Okay. Now, again, you guys know that I have no faith in government whatsoever. I, and I'm no supporter of government whatsoever, but I'm just breaking down to you that it is so much better than it used to be. Okay. Never before have you been as well protected as you are now. And if shit hits the fan, everyone talks about the American economic collapse. Nope, that might happen. Might happen 20 years from now. It might happen 100 years from now. Or it might just roll over and, and there might be a couple depressions in there and, and it'll move on. Kind of like what happened with, um, with the British Empire. The UK did not destroy itself. It almost did in, in the war with Germany, but it powered through and still exists today. <coughs> we can't predict the future. You can prepare for it. And if you watch the writing on the wall, you will know before it happens, okay? You're going to know before the massive biblical depression happens, if it does happen. And you can get on a fucking plane and get the fuck out of there. Well, you're one plane ticket away from freedom at all times. Because the money in the capital is going to go somewhere. There's never going to be the entire world is just a disaster zone. There will be places of prosperity. That's probably going to be in Asia, which is where I am here in Thailand. And we'll probably be staying here for quite a long time as the Chinese economy continues to grow. The place of prosperity for the 21st century, most likely going to be Asia. And that's probably where you're going to want to be if shit hits the fan. But you've got a lot of time, most likely before you even have to worry about something like that. Okay, so your financial opportunities are incredibly protected. All right. And even if there is some biblical crash, that's what I talk about in my video, how to prepare yourself for the future, chaos creates opportunities. Okay, if the US economy destroys itself, if you're a smart guy, you're watching it from afar, you've um, allocated your assets into different things so that you're not destroyed when the dollar takes a hit, there are going to be incredible opportunities for you from a business perspective. Okay, that's all stuff that you have to understand. And, and when you play the game smart, is every you know we are in the best position possible financially not even not even a question all right number two you can live your actual lifestyle better than ever before okay sure you see the culture wars Western society and you've got the social justice warriors fighting the men's rights guys or the alt-right guys You've got Black Lives Matter, you've got all these different factions, everybody fighting each other like crazy. Um, you know, debauchery, people complaining about microaggressions and, and needing safe space and, and just the weakest fucking laziest generation of all time. That is true. And the culture is collapsing and degenerating and it's a mess. But... Just because society is a mess 
doesn't actually mean anything because there is no society. There is no society. Society is a, con a concept that exists between your ears. There's just human animals, okay? We're human beings. A human being is a human animal. Just like chimpanzees and gorillas, we are a human animal, all right? This whole complicated idea of society exists within people's heads. When you're smart and you stepped out of the matrix, you see it for what it is. You see other people believing in it, but for you, you all you see is one human being to the other. Okay, you're looking at me right now. I'm a human animal in cloth speaking to you right now. That's it. Okay, forget about the society. All of these guys are so upset about the society, the society, society. Society's matrix. Society exists as a concept within people's ears. It's not real, right? You don't need to worry about society because there is no society. It's just human beings, and you're a human being, and you're free to do whatever you want, anytime that you want, wherever you want, right? You're free to do whatever you want. There's no rules to this shit. There's no rules to life. All the rules is game. It's game that someone else has been running on you. There are no rules to life. There's nothing you have to do. There's no society that you have to save or there's no society that you have to be a part of, right? There's nothing. There's nothing that you have to do, okay? You can create your own reality. And you can do it at a higher standard of living than ever before. You can do it at a higher standard of living than all of our ancestors have in the past. Okay? You can outsource your meals, your cleaning, your laundry. Right? I do all of this. I send my laundry out, someone to clean my place. I have order my meals in or I pick them up. I haven't cooked since I came to Thailand. And I mean, I do all that over here in Chiang Mai for probably 250 US a month, 300 a month, all in. And that's living good, eating good. Um, laundry done, plates cleaned every week. It's a joke, all right? I'm not trying to say that to rub, rub that in people's faces, that those opportunities exist for you. It exists in the West too. You just have to pay a bit more, all right? Every song, movie, available at your fingertips at all times. Just beam that into your phone, beam that onto your computer, beam it into your smart TV. You've got air conditioning, heating, special back alignment posture chairs, air purifiers, spring water that you can get on demand from the springs of France that's pure, perfectly pure, right? Evian water. You know, air travel, you can see the world. You can sit in a fucking chair and fly around through the world and be anywhere in the world within a day at the most. Like, that is insane. It's insane that you can fly. It's insane that, that we have airplanes. And it's insane that how fucking cheap it is. Okay, a flight from Chiang Mai to um, anywhere in Thailand, Vietnam, uh, Laos, Burma is like... $30. The Philippines is like $70. It's a joke. Interflights between Europe in Europe and the Eurozone is a fucking joke, dude. At most, you're spending a grand to get anywhere in the world. That's the farthest from one point to the other. At most, $1,000. Right? can take you from a terrible cold country to a warm country, and you can just fucking stay there. You can just stay there. You can travel the world, or you can just hop on a plane and live somewhere else. You can do it for $1,000 at the fucking most. 
live anywhere in the, you, you want, still have all the conveniences of home, still keep in touch with everyone through social media and through email, um, still, still read all the same news and, and whatever that you're reading through the internet. I mean, God damn, compare that to what was, what life was like, even like 100 and 150 years ago, where guys are doing backbreaking farm work to survive, or they are trappers. Watch the movie, The Revenant, to see what life was like in America in the 1800s. Like the, the insane toughness of the pilgrims where, you know, 20% of these guys would die on these trapping expeditions. They're insanely tough guys. And that's, that's what they had to do to survive in those days. No heating, you know, the winter, you know, people starve, people freeze to death, like fucking insane. All right. It's insane how far we've come. It's insane how much better your life is. And it's insane how good you can live compared to people throughout history. Number three, better health care than ever before. Sure. You're watching the news and you're seeing Obamacare is a mess. Ryan care didn't work. Healthcare before that was no good. Or if you're in Canada, people are complaining about socialized medicine and that it would be cheaper if we privatized. And I'm a Canadian, by the way. And on and on and on. And everyone has a problem with their country's healthcare system. And yeah, okay, healthcare is a mess in the US. But a minimum wage worker has better healthcare than an 18th century king. Period. Period. Even a hundred years ago, hospitals were terrible. You'll see pictures of people and they have a fucking lazy eye because that's what they got hit in a, in a schoolyard fight when they were 10 years old. And then they just had a lazy eye. That's just, that's just how they lived. You got fucked up. Now your eyes just lazy. They didn't fix that stuff. They didn't fix. You couldn't fix a broken arm properly in 1895. Your arm was just fucked up. Like that's, that's how people lived. Guys got shot in duels. Okay, an American president in the 1800s got shot in a fucking duel, right? Guys would shoot each other and, and the best they could do is like, go take the bullet out. But you, you think they would heal from that shit probably? No, man, hell no. You just lived with all that stuff. You just lived all the injuries and all the things that went wrong with your body. That, that was just something that was now a part of you, okay? You were fucked. Even the best hospital 100 years ago wouldn't even make it to be the worst hospital today. All right. The, the, the best hospital 100 years ago was, would be an absolute horrible nightmare today. 200 years ago, you had, you had babies dying, dying in childbirth all the time and polio. And there were no cure for STDs, uh, gonorrhea, syphilis, uh, herpes, all this stuff. There were no cure for it you know, broken limbs. They didn't have the technology to fix that. You take it back another couple hundred years, the Black Plague killed one third of Europe, one third of the population in Europe. Imagine if you were watching the news and there was a plague that was wiping out one third of the population of Europe, like 100, 200, 300 million people being wiped out by this plague, right? And they had, on top of that, they had dysentery and diseases that you don't even know exist because they're either cured or they only exist now in, in places like Africa, right? Like insane, insane levels of um, horrible healthcare, okay? 
horrible, horrible healthcare. And our healthcare now is amazing and it's getting better exponentially. It's getting exponentially better. Okay, we already have stuff like stem cells, which you can get in Thailand here, you can get in Mexico. Um, nanotechnology is being gonna be used for healthcare, like crazy stuff is happening. Okay. Um, all the stuff that like people are, are dealing with uh, as we watch our parents, especially our grandparents in old age, like Alzheimer's and you know, the actual physical relation of aging, we are not going to have to deal with that in our 70s and 80s. They will have, if not cures for that, they will have massive mitigation for that. All right. Now you might want to talk about, um, you know, okay. Standard American diet, GMOs, air quality is bad because of pollution and this and that. However, however, you can choose to eat a paleo diet where you're surviving on fresh meat, uh, fish, and vegetables. All right? You can choose to eat that diet. You don't have to eat the standard American diet. Go to the GMOs. You can choose to eat their organic, non-GMO food. Yes, you have to pay a little bit, bit extra, but boo fucking who? Okay, air quality. Well, one, you live somewhere that's clean air, and two, you can install an air purifier in your house. Problem solved. Now, this might cost you a bit extra, but guess what? You have supermarkets. Supermarkets didn't exist, you know, 200 years ago, 150 years ago. You can go in. You can get the best quality food already cut down for you, already seasoned, prepared. You pay a bit extra for the for the GMO free organic, or you can just get it delivered straight to your fucking door, right? Or you can go to a restaurant and order the organic GMO food or GMO free food, right? All that's available to you. You can get Amazon to deliver this stuff to you every single day, fresh, ready to go, pre-cooked. All you have to do is heat it up on the stove, right? Or you put the vegetables in a juice, you put it in your juicer, and you're good to go. Never been easier. Never been easier to be healthy. If you have a bit of money, it doesn't even cost that much, especially if you're not mortgaging your life to the hills like most people. You can be healthier than ever before, and it's easier to be healthier than ever before. Number four, it's more, the world is more peaceful than ever. By that, I should mean your part of the world is more peaceful than ever. Because that's all we're talking about. I'm just talking about to you. I'm not trying to save the world. I'm just talking to you. Whatever your name is, John, Bob, Bill, whoever's listening to this, that's the only person I'm talking to. Chances are you are coming from a Western country. Or if you're not coming from a Western country, you are not currently in a war zone because you probably would not have the time to be watching videos like this. You'd be fighting for your life. So your world is more peaceful than ever. Now, America's been stomping all over the world for the last 70 years, either in overt wars or in covert wars, and the Middle East is a mess, but I haven't seen any of that. My generation, generation before me, and generation before that, and generation after me, has not seen war, okay? I haven't seen it, none of my friends have seen it. Hasn't been a draft in the U.S. since, I believe, the late 70s. That's very rare. It is very rare because looking throughout history, it's peace that's rare. War is the norm. War is the norm throughout history. There's always wars. There's always wars in countries. Go look at the history of Europe. There's always fucking wars in Europe, right? We haven't seen a major war in Europe since World War II. 
Now, the European countries are starting wars in the Middle East, yes, but I'm talking about Europe, I'm talking about North America. You're not seeing wars in our countries, all right? This is very rare. No, the war is the norm. You had tribal war, you had bandits, you had Mongols invading, you had European powers fighting and destroying each other every, you know, 30 or 40 years since forever. That is human history, okay? Even recently, you had World War II and then you had Vietnam. And Vietnam was the last war where they had the draft, okay? So the guys that, yes, there are American guys who are at war right now in Afghanistan, but they enlisted, they volunteered for that war. I'm talking about where you are at war and you're just drafted and the government just yanks you from school and says, okay, you're in a war, right? None of you guys have seen this shit, all right? None of you guys have seen that. You don't know what it's like whatsoever, okay? And worst case scenario, you're playing ticket away from freedom at all times. Even if they do reinstate the draft, you're playing ticket away. All our problems are fucking first world problems, man. Guys in Afghanistan have real problems. Guys in Syria have real problems. When someone's trying to shoot up your ancestral home, right? When, when terrorists or whoever are trying to come in and hijack and take over your town and rape your women and fucking shoot up your ancestral home. You have real problems, okay? All our problems are fucking first world problems. And we live in more peaceful times than ever before. All right? This is a fact. Number five. It's easier to get women than ever. Right? Sure, there's a 50% divorce rate and the family unit is struggling to survive. And, you know, you had the culture wars that have sort of decimated the idea of this nuclear family. But if you're a good looking guy or you're a decent looking guy and you're in shape and you're working on getting money and you're working on your game, it is easier to have sex than ever before. All you have to do is look at my book, How to Get Laid on Tinder. You can see how to fuck 10 girls in five weeks just off of Tinder. A free app, and you can get them to come, most of them to come straight to your house, or, or at least a lot of them too. Never been easier to have sex, and not just casual sex, but you can have MLTRs, right, where you're, you know, you've got lovers, right, you're not just fuck buddies, but there's girls that you like, and you've got two or three of them on the go, and you can have really nice relationships with them without being exclusive. Some of my best relationships were those exact type of relationships. That could go on for two, three, four years even, okay? And when you're in your 20s, that is an awesome way to live. Now, you read about a lot of these guys in the manosphere talking about they want the virgin brides in 1950s back and the 18-year-old virgin brides and this and that. But before you can actually buy into that, I want you guys to live with a woman because I've lived with a woman and I'm one of the few guys that I know outside of my, my buddies who are married back home who've actually lived with a woman. But when guys are talking that kind of shit, live with a woman first, okay, that's the first thing, to see what it's actually like as opposed to what it's like when you're fantasizing about what it would be like. And number two, watch young uh, married fathers with children and see how happy and unstressed they are. Oh, wait, they don't look particularly happy and they, they look like they have a lot of stress because they do, because raising a family is fucking hard and stressful. And if you look at uh, my man Caleb Jones' site, it's a great guy in his mid 40s. Site's called blackdragonblog.com. He's raised two kids to adulthood, and he will tell you that having children makes you less happy because it's an incredible amount of financial, emotional, um, and physical stress all the time. 
right? All the time, especially the first six years where you don't get to sleep at all, okay? So instead of worrying about why the world isn't 1950s and you can't find a virgin bride, just look at the world the way it is and think about the fact that like, okay, I'm 35. I could not be living this life that I wanted to right now with girls um, in Thailand doing this business. I would have been married by 19. I would have been working a shitty sales job in Toronto that I hated. I would have been stressing about bills and trying to get my, probably looking at my kids going to high school right now, stressing over that. I mean, it would have been massive amounts of more amounts of stress and having to work jobs and do things that I didn't like to be able to support it. All right. That's what the world looks like when, when guys are getting married at 18, 19. Try starting a business when you have a young family. I mean, damn near impossible. Okay. So look at the world the way it is. Forget about worrying about taking it back to 1950. You can get a ton of girls. You can enjoy them. You don't have to marry them to do it. You can still make money. You can travel. You can do all that stuff. And it's easier than ever before to get women. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's never super easy to get girls, but you put some effort into it. You max yourself out. You aim for girls within your league. And you can get girls, period. All right? And if you want a quality girlfriend, you can still find that. You just have to look a bit harder. Okay, check out my screening guides. Check out my how to find or the right girl guides on my site, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com or on the videos that I do here on YouTube. Number six. Technology is better than ever. I read so much, so many of these articles and, and complaining about technology, complaining about, oh, everyone's addicted to their smartphones and, and, and the smartphones are making interactions less human. Okay, I don't like if a girl pulls out her, her smartphone on the first date, but you know what I do? I say, can you, do you mind, you know, checking that later? You know, so we can talk a little bit and that's it. And it's usually gone. Okay. I'm not thrilled about if I have a girl over the second I get up to go to the washroom, she's back on her phone again, but it is not the worst thing in the world compared to what we're getting out of it. Okay. The reason people are addicted to technology is because technology is fucking awesome. The smartphone is fucking the most amazing thing. The most amazing piece of technology ever invented. It's insanely amazing. Like these articles about guys complaining about this shit are from guys who make their money, their living online, who probably wrote the article on their fucking smartphone, who get paid online in passive income. That's insane. Okay. We're addicted to technology because technology is awesome. On my phone, I can stream any song. I can drive through the fucking mountains in Thailand, stream any song that I want in any song ever recorded in history, stream that live on my phone, in my earphones while I'm driving along the mountains on some fenipit. How fucking cool is that? Right? How does that even exist? I'm filming this right now on my smartphone. I'm talking to you wherever you are, Japan, US, Canada, England, from Thailand, filming this on my fucking phone in high definition then I'm going to upload that and, I'm going to, and it's going to beam its way through space onto YouTube where you are going to be able to download and stream it in perfect high definition quality. And as you watch, I build my brand, which increases my passive income so that I continue to wake up to income just automatically put into my bank account 
because people bought my books during the night. How is that even fucking real? I don't even know how that's real. When I was younger, we grew up with a rotary telephone. You probably don't even know what that is. That was a phone, a landline that wasn't even the dial pad. It was like you, you rolled this giant circle and it would make a bunch of noise. And if you fucked up one number, you had to go back to the start of the phone. And my mom rented that rotary phone from the phone company for like 25 years. That's where I started off. When we, when we, when we finally had the key punch key phone, that was a big deal for us. That was like a, when my mom got that, that was like a big deal. It's like, oh, I don't have to fucking dial those rotary numbers anymore. Like, that's where it started. And now there's this. I don't even know how that's real. All I know is that technology is accelerating so fucking fast. We're in the middle of the biggest technological revolution. And you are lucky to be born at this time. I mean, it's, it's, we're insanely lucky to be born right now. Okay. Now is the best time to be born. And it's only accelerating. And stuff like aging and baldness and um, cancer, heart disease, injuries, a lot of those things are either going to be cured or are going to be massively, um, you know, mitigated. Even stuff like HIV and AIDS right now, people are, are living, uh, you know, long, healthy lives. Like Magic Johnson's had HIV for, you know, 20, 25 years. He's still living a long and healthy life. That 50 years from now, when we're older... There's a good chance that might be cured or will be reduced to such an insignificant level. The same could be said for cancer and heart disease and the same for sure with like a uh, baldness. And even now you see the way that people are aging. Like if you look at Brad Pitt and, and, and Tom Cruise and these guys in their mid fifties, they look like they're about 40 years old because they're on HGH and they have the surgeries and they have probably nanotechnology and stem cells and on and on and fucking on. And that's only going to accelerate. All right. When you see your grandparents with Alzheimer's, you are not going to have to worry about that. That will not exist when we get to 70, especially if you're younger than me. Okay. So massive improvements in technology. And that is a fucking awesome thing. And that's it. All right. That's it. Okay. Life right now, so much better than it's ever been before. And I just wanted to be able to convey that to you for you for you to truly be able to see it because it's so easy to get caught up in this doom and gloom because the world is so small everyone's able to complain about everything go online and complain about everything but everything that these guys are complaining about is first world problems okay first world problems real problems are those guys living in the fucking war zone and shit or people who don't have enough food to eat we are insanely lucky to be in the first world. We're insanely lucky to be born at this time right now. And you are living in the best time in human history to be alive. And I want you to be really fucking clear on that so that whenever you start getting a little bit down, you remember that and you remember to be fucking grateful for it. And you remember to work really hard to make sure that you get to enjoy the best of it all. Because there is a wide differential between um, someone who's there's really a lot to enjoy, but if you don't work hard at it, then there's a big differential between the guy who does work hard at optimizing his life and the guy who doesn't. Okay. So you have to remember that you have all the opportunities and to be grateful for the, for the opportunities and so that you can fucking make the most of them instead of just sitting at home, uh, complaining about all the shit that's wrong with the world, be grateful for the opportunities and make the fucking most of them and live that optimized, positive, best possible life that you can live. And that's it. So thank you for watching. Thank you for checking out my books on revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. 
audio, iTunes, SoundCloud. I got all my videos um, live on Facebook as well as YouTube. Thank you for checking all that out. Much love to you. All the best in your personal development.